Hello, my name is Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast by a Scooby and a newbie. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. Or, should I say, by a Slayerette and a newbie. <laughs> you think I'm more of a Slayerette than a Scooby? They're just talking about Slayerettes in this episode. They need to try to find a name. It's a good term. Definitely. So this is episode three, which, original air date March 17th, 1997. Was it about what you thought it would be about? This is an episode that I, like, no light bulbs turned on when you were explaining it to me. As I was watching it, I was like, this is all incredibly new. <laughs> 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 not a single thing came back to me as I was watching it. Well, it's not memorable, so I don't Just blame you. Nothing. Like, none no. of the characters. Apparently, Amy, the oh, one yeah. character that's introduced in this, does come back. She's gonna come back. She is. I don't remember. I don't remember any of this. I mean, I wouldn't call her a very recurring character. We will right. see her more times than one, but not like, you know, we'll, we'll find out. Cool. Yeah, there's nothing about this episode that left any sort of impression on me. Not much happened, but we'll get to that. Yeah, this is actually the time to start the podcast with a segment. Ooh. A much-requested segment. Of course. That I like to call Winter is Coming. Winter is Coming. <laughs> uh. Do you want to give a brief recap of what Winter is Coming is all about? Well... Oh, this is a this is a toughie. Anyone who's never heard this podcast is going to have a real real tough time figuring out what it might be. Um, I'm going to go with something about people wearing clothing that is inappropriate for the Californian weather and would be better worn in winter. Have you ever even listened to this show? <laughs> what the No, I've I don't had I don't so many requests for it. I I make a point of not listening to this show, actually. I understand that. We're yeah. terrible. Winter is Coming, <laughs> as you could not get, is about how short this season is and how soon it will be the next season. <laughs> that was not something I would have ever guessed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see how you could possibly miss that. So there are only 12 episodes in this season. Yeah. Uh, this was picked up as a mid-season replacement. And I went on Wikipedia and looked at what that was, and apparently, yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Do you know uh, what it replaced? I don't know what it replaced. That would be interesting. I mean, something that got cancelled, so <laughs> likely something we've never heard of. Yep. Yeah. But this means when you have 12 episodes in a season, you want to make all of them count, I would think, especially when you're setting up a larger plot line. So what you're saying is having a bunch of truly episodic episodes would be a mistake. It seems like a strange choice if you've set up a big bad guy already to go in that direction. It does. I don't know, maybe they sold it as a monster of the week kind of idea and then they thought they had to stick with that. I could see that. But we are now a quarter of the way through the season. Oh, wow, yeah, we are just blazing. Yep, this is, it's a very short season. And not much has happened yet. And this episode uh, is no different. No, it is not. What happens in this episode, Michaela? Well, our cold open 
is Giles looking upset. We're not sure why. He's saying some things sort of cryptically because they haven't shown Buffy yet. And then uh, we cut to Buffy, and she's wearing a cheerleading outfit, gasp. Oh, she's betrayed Giles and yes. the entire world. Essentially. She's got a really weird top ponytail, very high ponytail happening. Very Anyways. high ponytail. And yeah, she she both basically is just talking about how she wants to be normal. This is mm-hmm. obviously something we're going to come back to a lot. She doesn't want to be special and be the Slayer. She just wants to be a normal girl who is a cheerleader. As all girls want to be. Of course. I mean, that's how you become popular, right? And get the boys. That's how I became popular, certainly. <laughs> and I, yeah, all of the boys. Right? Yeah. So Giles is disapproving. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to a very spooky scene. Oh, spooky oh, and dark. It's spooky, all right. Very dark. There are a lot of hanging flowers in a room that we don't under. We so don't many know. hanging things. Like Very there's many hanging, hanging dolls. Things. Lots of things are hanging. I'm tall. This is not my ideal situation where lots of things are hanging from the ceiling. That doesn't make me happy. You're saying it increased the spooky factor for you. More increasing the annoyance factor. But spooky hanging. Spooky annoyance. Right. <laughs> right. And then there's a bubbling cauldron. And there's a spooky dark figure who's making a lot of very fast movements. Right. Like, you're like, you're alone in this room, presumably. Why are you moving around so quickly? It doesn't make a lot of sense why she's doing that. I mean, they, this person mm. of indeterminate gender. (laughs) It. (laughs) This person pulls a Barbie doll off a hook and throws it in the the, uh, cauldron. Yeah, bubbling green goop. Very uh, bubbling green. This yeah. is prime cauldron yeah. work. Oh, yeah. Like, what did, What do you even have to put in there to get it? It's viscous, right? It's so viscous and it's <laughs> bubbling like it's uh, at a boiling point. Oh, so it's good. boiling. Yeah. No, it's... This it's gotta, is it's hella witchy. Oh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, we're setting up... It's clearly a witch. Mm-hmm. It can't be anything else. And that's all we get right now into the theme song. Yep. And then we cut to the next day, I assume. Or no, no. It's probably the same day. Same day. Buffy was probably on her way to the cheerleader tryouts. Mm-hmm. And so Xander and Willow have come to support her. Yes. As is normal on all tryout days. A high school TV show. We're getting to another segment really early. <laughs> These are, well, just flying today. Flying fast. <laughs> this is triggered by a line that I think Buffy says. Okay. And the segment is called, 43? That's not old. And like, 43? That's not old. <laughs> I believe the line you're referring to is, I'd say he should get a girlfriend if he wasn't so old. <laughs> Fuck you, Buffy. <laughs> yeah, right? Giles, Giles can't have a life outside of being a watcher? Right? God. And dating ends after 20? What the fuck? I mean, Angel's just basically screwed at that point, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing? But yeah, no, you're kind of like, and... I had never noticed that line before, which makes me feel that I, I just never, I wasn't old enough, maybe, to... And you thought, yeah, oh, so old and gross. I was like, I was on board. I must have been on board. That's my only thought. Mm-hmm. And yeah. on the whole, like, Giles 43, that's not old front, <laughs> later in this episode, he looking pretty dope. 
Oh, yeah. He gets mm. to do a bit of magic. He's taking off the, the jacket and rolling up the sleeves. Rolling up the sleeves. He's taking part in some sort of action, sort of. It, Yo, Giles is the hero of this episode. He is. And Hell he yeah. comes off quite well. So, yeah, yeah, 43. That's not old. I love that you're on this train. I'm so on this train now. Yeah. It's really good. Anyway, after dissing Giles unnecessarily... Oh, God, fuck Xander. Oh, no. Mm. First, they loudly talk about vampires in hearing distance of many other people. But anyways, then fuck Xander. So many, so many things were wrong with Xander in this scene. Oh, no. This episode sort of sets up Xander as a terrible person. I think as a cautionary tale about guys being creepy in general. Because he gets some semblance of comeuppance or, like, shown the error of his ways slightly later on. But never enough to make up for all of the horrible, creepy things he does. Like giving Buffy a Just Friends bracelet that says... <laughs> Yours always. <laughs> uh... Yeah, he calls it a good luck bracelet. Well, first he spends some time ogling all of the girls and their workout outfits and the right. stretching girl. The stretching girl. And then essentially in the same breath is like, oh, Buffy, I got you this as a good luck bracelet. What a charmer. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, oh, they all said yours always. So it's not uh, weird. Uh-huh. Man, I forgot mm. that the bracelet was going to be a plot device. Mm, and it when is. it was, I was so relieved. Because that it didn't just, like, it could never yeah. come up again. And I felt like at least there was a point to it. Right. Kind of. Kind of. So, yeah, Xander, not good, man. Just and then, do that. I mean, Willow has a quick little, like, jealous line just to, to reiterate, oh, by the way, she's Willow really into Willow is into Xander. Yeah. yeah. Just in case we forgot that. We're a forgetful bunch. The workout clothes, I have to say, were pretty amazing. Apparently having, like, matching top and bottom was a thing in the 90s, because everybody's got it going on. Yep. Cordelia has some sort of amazing, like, black with silver stars thing. With silver stars mm. spandex Oh, outfit. yeah. It's real great. Do we want to start talking about fashion for the episode? Always. Is it time for our favorite segment? <laughs> America's number one Buffy-themed fashion podcast. <laughs> You know, I bet we are that. Like, that's... If we're number one at anything... That's probably what we're number one that's at. That's probably it, right? <laughs> oh, oh, so, yeah, we have cheerleading, cheerleading tryouts, which is a great time to see all of the different cheerleading outfits. Absolutely. None of these people are on the team yet, so it's all different cheerleading outfits. Cordelia is rich, so you see her sporty spandex outfit yes which Just, she does look amazing in her abs are great <laughs> for case. sure she's also 27 yeah no i get it for sure she has an advantage over everyone else in terms of how good she looks <laughs> yes <Totally>. she does <laughs> yeah i mean a lot of the other outfits are similar to hers if not as fancy maybe yeah she's fancier throughout this episode there i think the one theme that stuck with me was Everyone is dressed like an adult. Interesting, yeah. Because oh, oh, don't even everyone. get me started. 
Buffy looks 40 at one point. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've literally, uh, Buffy looks 40. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, it was strange. Maybe they thought Is... that they went too teenager in the first two, so they had to age everybody up a little. I don't know. They did not. They're supposed to be teenagers. <laughs> yeah. For they... the Buffy looks 40 outfit, are yeah. you talking about the dress with, like, the black squares on it? Absolutely. Yep. What Absolutely. a weirdly old outfit for her. Yeah. Well, but anyways... We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Cheerleading tryouts. We meet Amy. Right. Amy's a girl at the school. Uh, Interesting she's about trying thing about out. Amy, though, is that she has shown up to the tryouts in a cheerleading outfit. Oh. Right? I don't know if you caught that, that everyone else who's doing the, the tryouts... Well, except for the girl who's actually trying out, who they watch tryout. Like, she's yeah, wearing she, a cheerleading outfit as Amber. well. Right, Amber. Amber is also wearing one, but it's different from the Sunnydale one. Oh, so she's, right, they talk about how fancy she is. Yeah. But no, Amy is wearing a, what appears to be a Sunnydale cheerleading outfit. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, foreshadowing. <laughs> Amber starts doing her cheerleading routine. Amber being a girl who is much renowned for her cheerleading ability. She practices 17 hours every day, eats only gravel. I don't know, smashes rocks with her cheers. She's great at, uh cheerleading and has an unnatural advantage for what she's doing unfortunately her hands catch on fire while she is doing her cheerleading routine for tryouts which uh is shocking obviously buffy reacts quickly because you know that she saves people buffy uses tackle it's not very effective (laughs) yeah no so she grabs like a banner and you're like okay she's gonna go smother that girl's hands and then she just like tackles her from the side and then she puts the hands out and you're like you know was the tackling really a big part of this yeah knocking her down to the floor did it help (laughs) it's not stop stay standing and roll it's stop drop and then get smothered with a blanket so what you're saying is Buffy knows about fire safety. Only she can prevent forest fires. <laughs> yeah, so everyone's pretty freaked out by this mm-hmm. turn of events. Uh, cheerleading tryouts are canceled because, yeah, there's been a horrible injury. And they or go and ask Giles what the F just happened because he knows about things like this. He knows about all the things. In this scene, Buffy uses the word cringeworthy. Which I was very taken aback by. Hmm. Because that's not really... I I think that word has grown to prominence only recently. Yeah. But she uses it in a different way than it is currently used. Really? Yeah. She Basically what she says is that, uh, like, seeing a girl's hands lit on fire is the most cringeworthy thing she's ever seen. Which, that doesn't seem to fit with, you know, that girl doing something (laughs) cringy. Because then that'd be really cruel of a thing to say right right (laughs) and so it it seemed more like she was saying it was cringy because she like it was uncomfortable to see that happen to someone right it was strange yeah Yeah. very strange slang but i mean 20 years will change a word yeah i was just like i wonder if anyone used this that long ago or if it was a jossism or something Mm mm-hmm uh, Willow gets to hack into the school computers <laughs> using those expert hacking skills she has to find out about Amber, the girl who was on fire. Right. They want to know if she has any rage issues because Giles right. mentions that that is a reason one might be lit on fire. And Giles gets like really pumped about 
all the horrible things that happen around the Hellmouth. I think he calls it a veritable cornucopia (laughs) (laughs) of horribleness, I guess. And he's like getting really hyped and they're all kind of like, yo, calm down, Giles. It's pretty weird. He's done this a couple times this series. (laughs) So in like an hour and a half of television. (laughs) Yeah, they just want to drive it home, you know? He really likes bad stuff. (laughs) He's very interested by it. (laughs) Too interested. So they don't pick up that there might be a witch yet, right? No, no. No. they, They think that the combustion might have just spontaneously happened because apparently that's a thing. Oh, yeah, spontaneous human combustion is well documented. Mm -hmm. I'm like, is it? (laughs) Yeah. didn't know that. Hmm. Sure. (laughs) Probably in the Hellmouth, yeah. (laughs) Right. I I felt like Giles was kind of talking about everywhere, though. Yep. And you're like, maybe. Maybe people used to lay each other on fire and then, like, claim spontaneous combustion so they could get away with murdering their neighbors. Right. Or if you're watching a lot of the History Channel, they will have a ton of documentation on this. Right, because the History Channel is all about that history. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yep. History and definitely not aliens. (laughs) Uh, I wasn't going to say it, but I'm glad that we did. (laughs) So they don't find anything about Amber having rage issues. No. So Buffy has to go home. Mm -hmm. So Joyce is in Sunnydale to set up an art gallery. She's already somehow got a job at a gallery. She's got a space. In the first episode, they mentioned that she's got a space. So she seems to be running it. Which, how did she... I feel like galleries are a pretty niche thing. Like, there's a very limited number of gallery jobs. Well, she's (laughs) made one for herself. And now she's shipping in art to her house. To unpack it there? Look at the house they live in. Gallery money bought that? I feel like we don't know something about Joyce's income. I Well, we don't know anything about Buffy's father, right? I mean, who knows what sort of money he left them. <laughs> he's, he's not he's, around. He's not dead. Oh. We, he's, he's Do we alive. know that? <laughs> well, not yet, but oh, there you we, go. we will. <laughs> so it's that sweet, sweet dad inheritance. <laughs> That's what we're going with? Okay, we might have yeah. to revise that. <laughs> no, never will. Good. <laughs> but yeah, they have... Like many characters in television shows, <laughs> far more money than is reasonable for the job stated. Right, she's like a single mom. Somehow mm-hmm. she has a gallery. It's all very wishy-washy. Yeah. Buffy is wearing something that makes me think that there was a 70s resurgence <laughs> of fashion in the 90s. <laughs> Are these the tights with the like... The polka white, dots? Yeah, white yeah. polka dots on them. And, like, the cut of that dress is, like, very 70s, and she's got a sweet headband going on. Mm. Yeah. It's it's a weird... And she's not really wearing that outfit for very long. Like, when did she put it on? And Uh, Just after cheerleading tryouts, you can see her wearing the dress. Okay. But, yeah, I was just like, what is this outfit? (laughs) You know, it's funny. Before we started this episode, I was like, I don't think I wrote down very much about fashion. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently I'm the worst. Anyways. We've been bad narrators. We totally <laughs> forgot to say that Amy has been heavily implied to be a witch at this point. Has she? They had the nice, like, Buffy Amy scene after after the cheerleading tryouts, where Amy's talking about how she lost a lot of weight over the summer, talking a lot about hanging out a bunch with her mom, and, like, how her mom used to be the best cheerleader, and 
brought the school tons of glory. And it's not like, hey, she's a witch, but it's like, hey, we're trying to introduce a character. <laughs> Who has a strange dynamic happening right. in her life. Yes. So And this is this is the only character we've introduced so far, guys. <laughs> so so right. I mean, nothing about that scene that she's talking about training with her mom would scream witch, other than the fact that it's a TV show and we have limited screen time and And we've seen a bubbling cauldron. <laughs> yes. So something something's up with Amy because uh-huh. she's had a lot of lines and backstory for <laughs> a side character. Okay. Amber burst into flames. That's all she got to do. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Amy backstory. <laughs> suspicious, suspicious backstory. Very. Uh. So Buffy's sad about not connecting with her mom. This is actually we get like just a full flavor scene. I don't think there that anything about this scene really comes back in this episode. It's only for like the mom. the whole theme of mother daughter right relationships that we're Which exploring. Is very minor in this episode. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there's yeah. a there's a fun joke about a fertility statue. Oh, it's a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy says jeepers after she looks at it, which I liked a lot. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and Buffy's all sad because she wants to be a cheerleader. Her mom was like, you know what's cool? Oh, wait, is that later? That might be later. Is it the, you know what's cool? <laughs> Yearbook or oh, whatever. Right. Oh, yeah, that is later. Oh, oh, no. This is, Joyce is on board with cheerleading in this scene. She doesn't really realize that Buffy's talking about cheerleading. No. <laughs> She's like, how did it go? All right. Uh, that, you know, whatever. Uh, pick the yourself thing. up. <laughs> what am I talking about? Yeah. Um, and then she at least she's like, I have no idea. I'm sorry. I'm busy with trying to make money for us somehow. Right? <laughs> and Buffy's like, Meh. And then Joy, she says something like, "Oh well, cheerleading will help you stay out of trouble." And I'm kind of like, "Is that like a proven thing?" <laughs> that feels even just like non-hellmouth. That feels like very dubious advice. I feel like cheerleaders are popular. Popular people get into more trouble, yeah. or so I've heard. Try to get your daughter into Dungeons and Dragons. Right? Those people aren't getting up to shit. No, they have to spend a lot of time with their Dungeons and Dragons. Hell yeah. They don't have time to drink. (laughs) No. Except the sweet summer wine in the (laughs) the halls of the Elven King. People are either going to think that we're making fun of Dungeons and Dragons a lot, or that we're secretly really into it. Uh, It's the second one, by the way. I guess it's not a secret anymore. Nope. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry to ruin the mystery there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so next day, the cheerleading tryouts, now postponed, are happening again. They're group tryouts this time. Apparently, the witch doesn't feel like sabotaging anyone's individual tryouts. And Amy yeah. is so clumsy. Oh, no. She, there's she a sucks, cartwheel yeah. at the end of the routine, and she doesn't quite nail it. And I'm like, yeah, it's it's tryouts. Who the, who the fuck are all these people? Yeah. How are they so good? <laughs> I mean, they maybe have a dancing background of some kind. Better. Whatever it is, Amy's not very good at it. And then she, does she bang? Yeah, she bumps into Cordy, who is then uh, very pissed that- Outraged. Yes, she is outraged. Uh, And then, I mean, I think that's a pretty short scene. Because afterwards Mm -hmm. we cut to Buffy looking 40, right? (laughs) Yep. Buffy looking 40. Uh, I've got that all of the extras in this school- Look way older than I am. 
they probably are. I swear are. there's some like 35 year old guys in the background <laughs> that could plausibly just be on their way to a business meeting now. Yeah. Well, anyways, yeah. So Buffy's got this crazy like black and white. It's kind of like a crocodile pattern. <laughs> yeah. And then she has like a like a twist hairstyle happening that is also yeah like she could be going to a business meeting in that outfit. Oh yeah. Definitely. Oh, she is dressed for success. Yeah. Or third period history. Who knows? Who knows? And uh, there's Amy's very sad. Yeah, because I don't know her. She didn't do well in the cheerleading tryouts. Yeah, and her mom doesn't understand how weight gain and calories work. So right. there's a weird conversation about her, her talking about her mom, like, starving them whenever she yep. gained weight. And you're like, oh, that sounds very abusive. Great. I think this is given to us by Willow. Mm. It would be very strange if Amy was talking about this, given what we know That's later true. on in the episode. This is Buffy and Willow talking. Right, because Amy has a, a lot of actually fairly shining things to say about her mom. Oh yeah, her mom's great. Yeah. She won the cheerleading thing that one year. Cool. And she put herself through cosmetology school after Amy's dad left, and she gave Amy everything she ever wanted. Right. Right. Except for brownies. No, not brownies, but she didn't As, really want those. No, she wanted broth. <laughs> Delicious broth. And a lock on the fridge. Yeah. yeah, sure. That's... Just don't buy brownies. What, how does your child get brownies if you don't buy them? Purchased mm. or made. Yeah, that's the only way. I don't know. <laughs> Can we talk about Xander being really creepy again? Ooh, ooh! I literally wrote what a fucking creep Xander is. <laughs> so yeah, Xander is I guess so creepy about Buffy. He and Willow oh. are talking. <gasps> Buffy's not there. Nope. Yeah, I'm just going to say it. We're basically going out. Oh, it's disgusting. Because he's given her a bracelet? That she, that she... Well, he asks if she's wearing it, and then I guess she is. So I think they're so. basically going out. Horrifying, Xander. It's Fucking horrifying. very, very horrifying. And then he, of course, is like, you're a guy, Willow. That's why we can talk about this stuff. I don't see you as a female person at all. Nope, not a female person in any way. Nope. You're just my guy friend who knows about girl stuff. Haha, ha, you're so great. This is a line that I've seen, at least in Clone High, being parodied. <laughs> I feel like this is done in a number of TV shows. It's sort of the quintessential... I don't want to use the word friend zone because that's not... I don't like that no. whole term. But it's the sort of thing like... Oh, I don't realize that you're into me, so I'm gonna tell you all about how you are genderless to me. Right. But We're does closer he than not brother realize? and sister? I feel right? like how can he be that dense? I mean, okay. So I was thinking that we're, maybe we're being too hard on Xander because he is a high no, school boy. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> also, no. I was thinking that, and then I watched this episode, and I was like, <laughs> oh, right now he's a fucking creep. <laughs> he's so creepy. And he thinks that he and Buffy are basically going out. Yeah. And for that, he deserves so much worse than what he gets at the end of this episode. Or in the middle of this episode. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's... Oh, we skipped over uh, Cordy threatening Amy. Oh, yeah. With her hair elastic. With Cord Cordelia's hair elastic being held in Cordelia's hand, she threatens Amy, saying that she better not mess her up in any more cheerleading that she does. Yep. And that she's a terrible person because she's bad at cheerleading. Yep. And then we see a shot of this self-same hair elastic 
being wrapped around the head of a Barbie doll and thrown into the bubbling green cauldron. That's some good good catching there, because I did not catch any of that. I just assumed that her elastic came oh. from Cordelia. <laughs> oh, I thought it was really weird, because she's just holding it in her hand for no reason. I'm like, what, what are you doing with it, though? Why are you holding that out to this person? Oh. And I watched it again, and I'm like, Amy, how did you even get that? I feel, like, I, I feel like I get it now because so Cordelia chucks the hair elastic in the locker and then slams it, but it right. doesn't actually close, which oh, bothered yeah. me immensely. But maybe that was like a way for Amy to then get the hair elastic plausibly. Right. That makes more sense. But I really yeah. was not on board with the locker being slammed and not closing. <laughs> I really, I was like, why didn't they fix that? This is not yeah. a long scene. They could have done it again. <laughs> could have done another take there. Yeah. Well, that's uh, That's how it's supposed to be. And Cordelia is being fed to the laughing gods now. Mm-hmm. So, fuck her. I wrote down, bitch. Cordy is in a bubbling cauldron of trouble, which I thought was pretty <laughs> accurate. Very accurate. Oh, and I mean, in the uh, in the scene where, where that's happening, there's dialogue for the spooky witch. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I was like, so it's clearly Amy. Yeah. Were we not supposed to be able to tell? Because she's sort of doing a voice. Yeah, I don't know. Because mm-hmm. the whole, like, it's Amy thing is very clear from early on in this episode. Right. And they're not really trying to hide it. No. But they are. I think it's just because they have so little time to work with and they want to show the trifecta of Amy cursing someone, the bad thing happening to that person, and just sort of repeat because everything happens in threes but they also need all this other stuff on the end so they're like fuck it uh it's a secret but also we have to let the audience know that it's her so who cares just go for it just do both at once do both at once (laughs) yeah that's basically what happens so buffy and amy didn't make the team no they did not it's also important yeah and but they are alternates so if if members of the team are killed or otherwise disabled they will be called upon that's convenient. It's very convenient. Yeah. <laughs> uh, once Cordelia's cursed, she starts to act weird. But I would argue no weirder than Xander. <laughs> the bar, Xander's weird bar is just too high. Yep. Yeah. Cordelia can't clear it. Right. <laughs> there's, a, there's a quick little scene in between here where Joyce is trying to connect with Buffy again. It's just a very flavor scene mm-hmm. again. And Buffy makes a weird comment about Joyce having sex. And you're just like, why would you say that? (laughs) What? (laughs) Why, though? Like, oh, it's like a weird throwaway. I don't know. We should point out that this episode is not written by Joss Whedon. Oh. Or it's not directed by... I think not written by him. It might, yeah. Well, so the way that it works generally on this show anyways is that the person who is like credited as the writer for the episode, they wrote it, then they give it to Joss, he gives mm-hmm. them a bunch of notes on it and I mean, he'll throw things in and say, "Oh, maybe here you want to use a joke that's more like this." And then his joke is a million times better, and they have to put it in because it's like, "Fuck, that's a million times better." Right. And then they go through a few of these like rounds of editing so it is it is someone else's work still with his notes on it basically right so yeah he did not write this that is a super weird thing to say to your parent yep no one slips up and does that that's not a human thing it's just like it's like an overly comfortable thing that she says Mm. i don't know maybe people 
in California <laughs> don't feel weird talking about sex with their parents. Well, I mean, it's not a secret. <laughs> I mean, sure, but when you're a teenager, don't you kind of pretend that it is? Oh, absolutely. You don't want to. You don't want to no, talk about it like you, you know it's a it. thing. No. <laughs> so Cordelia's been cursed. Yep. She goes to her driver's ed class. Oh, this is, is the worst scene in this episode, I think. <laughs> just outside the school or something. And nearly kills everyone so by she, oh. not being able to step on the brake. So, like, everything everything about it is wrong. It's it's very much like she's she says to the teacher, oh, I don't feel so well today. But she doesn't say, I can't see very well. <laughs> so nope. he's like, you better drive anyways. He probably just thinks that she has, like, a stomach ache. Or that she's trying to pretend her way out of... Right, because apparently she's not very good at driving, which we right. soon learn to be true, because her reaction to bad things happening is to panic and, yes, Step on the, the gas, gas pedal. <laughs> yeah. So she nearly kills a lot of people. Yep. Apparently, because she couldn't see, breaks out, uh, like, smashes through a fence and then stops. Yep. Uh, eventually finding the brake? I don't know. I, the fence stops her, maybe? I don't know. And then gets mm -hmm. out of the car, because... Yep. That's the reasonable thing to do. Stands in the middle of the road mm -hmm. and is nearly flattened by a truck until, well, sorry, when Buffy saves her. And so she starts screaming when the truck is barreling down on her. Mm -hmm. So presumably she can see well enough to know that a truck is there. <laughs> and she just stands in the road screaming. That's what she does. That's who this character is right now. And the truck seemed to think, you know, I could break. Or... I could just plow right on through that girl. <laughs> yeah, just maybe honk my horn. You know, she'll Anything, get out of the way. Really. But no, just he he was going to hit her if Buffy hadn't saved the day. Mm -hmm. Buffy's all about the saving in this episode, though. Very well, good at saving. Up to now, anyways. Yeah, two for two so far. Oh, and we miss Xander being horrible, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should talk about that more. <laughs> because Absolutely. Cordelia's walking around before this all like half blind. Yeah. And completely ignores Xander, and then he's, yep. like, weirdly upset about it. Yeah. And then Willow is chewing on a pen, which I found to be very odd, but then it turned into a metaphor. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. That's good. I, I get the pen chewing now. Because Xander was the pen, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, no, Willow was the pen. I thought Xander it's, was the pen. <laughs> it's the pen that's been there forever, and you don't really notice it. <laughs> Until it's not there. And so that's how something. Buffy feels about Xander. Oh, right. Sorry. But then Willow is also the, the pen Everyone's that the pen. Xander has. <laughs> yeah, basically. Buffy and Cordelia are not the pen, apparently. <laughs> no, definitely not. I mean, they're cheerleaders, so how could they yeah. be? <laughs> but, I mean, Willow... Oh, really, every 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 scene she has is amazing. Yeah, she's it so much It turns out better. that I'm, I'm firmly Team Willow. I didn't know mm -hmm. I was, but oh, yeah. yeah, she's great. I thought the pen was very strange. I was like, wait, <laughs> is this just like something Alison Hannigan decided to do? I mean, I've seen people do this in Chew mostly pens. in high school. Yeah. Yes. So this, yeah, this seems like a pretty, oh, it's a metaphor. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, fine. <laughs> and Xander being upset that Cordelia doesn't notice him and that Buffy's not noticing him. I'm oh. like, make up your goddamn mind. <laughs> Like, I don't even know what he wants. But interestingly, in this scene, um, Xander makes a comment about, like, being tortured with a railroad spike. 
or I don't something. Remember that. He says something about a railroad spike, which is then something that sort of like later on they uh come not come back to that, but they talk about a railroad spike again in the sense that that's where Spike gets his name from. So mm. just the fact that somebody said railroad spike sort of like made made some lights go off in my head. <laughs> railroad spike count one. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep track of all this shit. I don't even know. <laughs> I've been listening hard for Starbucks references and haven't found any others. I swear it was just that first episode. Like I honestly I so. don't expect it to happen again, <laughs> which makes it even stranger that there were two in the same episode. Doesn't it? Yes. Maybe they were like, we're dating ourselves here. Better talk about computers more instead. Yeah, Starbucks won't be around much longer. That's a passing fad. <laughs> oh, God. So we're less than 20 minutes into the episode. The Scoobies are all in the library and they have figured out it's Amy that is the witch. Yep. And it's like, yep, she's the only new person we've been introduced to that has not been horribly attacked <laughs> so far. So yes, yes, it is. They put those pieces together. Giles had some pretty nice witch exposition. Yeah, he gets some library exposition. Yep, he does. Uh, and he has a good line. Uh, he's he's talking about cheerleading, and he, the way he says cheerleading, he just sounds so disgusted. There's just so much venom in the word cheerleading. <laughs> it's amazing. Giles is anti-cheerleading, especially since Buffy wants to do it and it's not killing vampires. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he basically just wants Buffy to not have a life. Yeah. Other than slaying. In this scene, we get to the fan favorite segment, Breaking Bad. Say my name. Eisenberg. You're goddamn right. <laughs> is this, Okay, actually, I think this is the Michaela favorite segment. I think this is the Michaela favorite segment. I really segment. hope this is a segment about chemistry. It is exactly oh. the segment about bad chemistry. Oh. So... I am a chemist by trade, <laughs> in case uh -huh. our nice listeners didn't know that. They I mean they wouldn't have. It's kind of it's kind of a nice balance though. You're a computer man by trade. <laughs> <laughs> oh am I? And aren't these good computers to have? And so you've had your computer rage, and so now mm -hmm. I have my all caps notes about <laughs> chemistry. I have a few notes about this chemistry too. I am not devoid of problems with it. I really want to stress that even I know that heating up mercury is a really bad way to find witches, but a very good way to inspire madness. <laughs> right. Mer and heavy, heavy metal poisoning. Well, and so, okay, uh, presumably the chemistry lab at their high school, maybe it would have mercury and maybe it would have nitric acid. Sure. Okay. How they're just getting their hands on those things when they are not at all part of the experiment that they're doing that day is beyond me. The experiment being a biology experiment dissecting a frog. That's half of the experiment. The oh, other yeah, half guess. of the experiment is a neutralization reaction that produces a suspicious amount of steam. <laughs> he adds he adds HCl, which is an acid, hydrochloric acid, uh -huh. and ammonium hydroxide together, which uh, is sort of a basic, like, if you're going to do a titration reaction. Yeah. And so you add those two things together, the acid and the base neutralize each other, and you right. make water. Um, yeah, an inert substance that is pH neutral. Right. And so, in my mind, I don't... <laughs> I don't feel like you're going to get a big plume of steam from that. <laughs> but maybe I'm just forgetting. <laughs> this is TV chemistry. 
He puts on some pretty bitchin' gloves to do this as well, mm-hmm. making it and look like some, some dangerous things he's working with. Does he measure the things that he's putting into the flask? Or he seems to just take his, like, concentrated acid and concentrated <laughs> base, like, stock solutions and just kind uh-huh. of pour them together. Yeah, that's how chemistry works. Well, and, I mean, from the conversation they had with Giles, it seemed a lot like that they were using concentrated nitric acid, which... Uh, heating that is a bad idea. <laughs> I have <laughs> accidentally breathed in concentrated acid fumes before. Oh, that's not good. No, it's real bad. It burns pretty bad, like, in your sinuses. <laughs> yes, because it's so, acid that you're inhaling. Yeah, so heating it <laughs> makes it sound uh, like it's going to be a lot worse. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Good thing, good thing frogs and newts are the same right? thing, right? They get an eye of newt from a frog. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh... That's not just, that's chemistry. That's basic animals. <laughs> Zoology. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, it's but all just... interchangeable. Sorry, they're making, they're trying to make a witch-finding potion. Right. That when poured on someone will uh, turn blue if they have cast a spell in the last, like, day or two. And give them some sort of acid burn and mercury poisoning. Yeah, especially for the people who are brewing this thing. Right? So yeah, they need to heat up some mercury, some acid, and an eye of a frog, and some hair from the person that you're testing. Yeah, so Buffy's like, better go steal some hair from Amy. Uh, (laughs) Worst hair stealing ever. Buffy is not stealthy. She is so not stealthy. Yeah. She's not supposed to be. She's supposed to be a slayer. So, sure, it was definitely in character for her to be not stealthy. Uh huh. But it was, uh, it was pretty, pretty awkward for me. Yeah. You're just like, Amy knows that you're taking her hairbrush <laughs> out of her backpack, taking hair out of it, putting the hairbrush back in, and getting up like all you did was pick up a pencil. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good times. Mm hmm. Uh, we get a quick scene of Amy and her mother at home. Oh, they they pour oh, yeah, the right. they pour the solution on Amy, and it turns out she's a witch. Oh, and a girl in the class gets totally neoed. Oh yes, her she really mouth does. just like melds together, and she can't talk anymore. And talking is really important for cheerleading, I think. So mm. she can't be on the squad anymore. We're right. assuming this is a cheerleader. Yeah, I mean, you'd hope so. And <laughs> it happens at a very very opportune time. Because Buffy has just poured a hazardous substance all over another student. <laughs> and if the teacher were paying any attention to that, <laughs> you know, she would be in a lot of trouble. She'd probably be expelled. But instead, a girl's mouth has been neoed. So yep. that's really taken the cake. Everything is fine, I guess. <laughs> but um. yes, then we go back to Amy and her mom. And uh, there's kind of a weird dynamic happening between yeah. Amy and her mom. Amy is the wearing the pants in the house, and her mom is just silent for the first scene, being told that she has to do Amy's homework, being called lazy, and Amy's just basically doing some evil plotting while her mom looks on sort of cow-faced. And god damn it, the mom is so age-appropriate. Amy yeah, is 27. Absolutely. Amy is 27. She's the same age as Cordy, yep. Right. But her mom is older than Giles. Oh, yeah? And I was so hoping for it to be, like, a, a five-year age difference, like mm. Hollywood loves to do. <laughs> so you were genuinely dis- disappointed about her yeah. age appropriateness. It was terrible. <laughs> she 
She looked good, though. I wouldn't have guessed she's older than Giles. I was like, hey, you know, this person might be five years older, and that'd be a great thing to talk about on the pod. No, she's the oldest person we've seen on this show so far. How old was she? Like 45 or something like that? Uh, She's two years older. So, yeah, 45. All right, so I feel like we can we can move our that's not old bar up to forty five. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah, forty five legitimately isn't old, but also no. yeah, well done for getting age appropriate actors. Yeah, and so I, I I don't mean to harp on this again, but if Amy's mom has been, I mean, presumably she's just been like staying at home all day while Amy goes off to school. I guess. How do they have any money? Right. Because she's another single mother who... It's been months who since something has a happened. house and provides for a child and presumably hasn't gone to work in months. Yep. So, like, magic money? I don't know. Money is confusing. Uh, yeah. Amy has Buffy's bracelet somehow. How did she get it? We don't know. She has Buffy's <laughs> bracelet that says, Yours always. And she knows that Buffy is up to something because, yeah, Buffy's fucking terrible at being stealthy. So And Buffy she's is conveniently to... on the squad as well. Right. Yes, because Buffy is an alternate above Amy. Right. So she's taken out enough people that now it's Buffy's turn. And she curses Buffy in a pretty entertaining way, I guess. <sighs> it's something. Buffy wakes up the next morning and smashes her alarm clock (laughs) she's jazzed she is so happy goes downstairs singing macho Macho man Man. (laughs) which is great joyce is making juice for some reason maybe just for alliteration because i like that yep and (laughs) this happens so many times in the series this is Uh, this is arguably the worst time yeah but okay she gets out both words yep she says vampire slayer Buffy says to her mother that she is the vampire slayer. (laughs) And Joyce is like, what? Crazy kid. Uh, Once? Innocuous. You know, like, once or twice, Joyce doesn't need to think about this. But she needs to be putting two and two together soon. Because this is getting so suspicious, Buffy. Because, you know, Buffy was probably doing this before. She's probably doing it when we aren't seeing what's happening how many times has she made reference to the fact that she's a vampire slayer or talked about vampires or dead people yeah maybe because we don't have teenage daughters we don't we can't possibly understand maybe they're all talking about that maybe twilight right it's some sort of you just they say something weird and you're like oh i don't understand teenagers (laughs) these days what with their vampires and their slaying (laughs) Is that like a Pokemon that is going? Is is that a Pokemon go? Yes. Yeah. Vampire Slay. Oh, that's one of the, the Facebooks, right? Yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah, and Joyce the, is hit. The, the snaps. Right. Uh, yeah, no, Buffy needs to not talk about that. But she's she's apparently magic drunk at this point. Yeah, and so she just is, she's saying whatever she wants. She's singing about macho men because, you know, <laughs> drunk people love to sing one of the things that she says while drunk is uh when joyce goes to apologize for yesterday buffy says that's totally yester (laughs) i am pause on board for that oh yeah absolutely absolutely (laughs) and then we get a scene of uh drunk buffy um at cheerleading practice they have a game in four hours and i'm like wow they don't have much 
prep time for any of this. Anyway. But I mean, what like, later we're going to see what the cheerleading consists of, and you're like, this took four hours to plan? Right. It's, well, it's, they, they lift a person up. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but Buffy urkles the hell out of the scene. <laughs> oh, yes. As, <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a deep cut. Wow. <laughs> as the second person in every pair of cheerleaders has to help the other one do a cartwheel (laughs) and Buffy just throws the cheerleader captain across the room and I mean so this pisses her off for obvious reasons (laughs) doesn't kill her right but no one is like yo how did you do that how the fuck did that just happen instead uh Xander and Willow are have showed up already and they're like uh we better move her away from here and Amy's just fucking lurking there. Like, like what was she doing there? She's not a cheerleader. And she just is lurking, waiting for her chance, which then yeah. immediately comes. Cheerleading captain's like, oh, where will we find another cheerleader? And <laughs> Amy just walks in off from off screen, yep. looking serious and not saying anything. Yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> and then they're the... dragging drunk buffs along. Yeah. And, oh uh, yeah, right. This, this is my gets... favorite because I I often call people my like Dave shaped friend or whatever, and <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is exactly why. Right, because yeah. Xander is her Xander shaped friend. <laughs> Absolutely, and then and I I loved this. This is so good. I loved it so much when he she said that Xander is one of the girls. <laughs> yep, and that she doesn't have to worry about him trying to date her. <laughs> <laughs> his face just falls so hard and you're like fuck yeah and there's like so much <laughs> redemption you, for willow in that oh, moment so much it just is all so incredibly satisfying <sighs> it's not enough for what xander's been doing but it it helps it helps a lot and yeah. it, it you know you're like okay willow you know this doesn't help you with your xander problem but at least maybe he'll stop being so shitty now yeah we can only hope I think a lot of the stuff that Xander's done in this episode was to set this sort of thing up and mm. just show it as like a guys can be creepy and this is like if you missed it the first time Xander did it, <laughs> this is why it's creepy and two-faced and hypocritical because yeah. when you hear it the other way, it's like, oh, that's a really shitty thing to happen, which is an obvious message, but maybe they thought it needed to be said. They just really wanted us to be aware and yep. they... Definitely got it across. So Buffy is in the library. Giles has figured out it's... They've all figured out it's a witch and that it's Amy. And then Giles knows about Bloodstone vengeance spells because of his sweet, sweet research. And yeah, Buffy turns from being a drunk person into a hours away from being dead person. Yeah, this is a quick spell. Very quick. And so I understand that, okay, somebody's trying to kill your friend. That's not cool. But (laughs) Xander's first instinct is we should cut amy's head off he is all for cutting amy's head off like that's his position yep he wants to murder her in the hope that it might save buffy hey you gotta try whatever comes to mind right he's just brainstorming there's no bad ideas (laughs) he is he is dead set on killing amy though and chopping her head off because they're kind of they're like oh no there's another solution he's like no we'll kill her (laughs) (laughs) anyways so they realize oh we better go to amy's house to figure out if her spell book is there or whatever. Yeah, so Buffy and Giles start to leave, and Willow and Xander are like, hey, we'll come with you. Like, Buffy, you, can, you can't you can stand on your own. <laughs> yep. And Giles is a total nerd. 
Like, we'll come along and be other nerds with you guys. When Buffy's dying, she is still dead set against anyone else helping her. This was from the first episode. Like, whenever Mm -hmm. someone wanted to help, she was like, no, I got to do this on my own. Like, Buffy, you're dying. You can afford to have people helping you right now. Yeah, and I mean, they think they're going to Amy's house, which Amy is not currently at. So is it that dangerous of a place? Arguably, no. Right. There's no danger that Buffy's leading them into. I think she just wants to be like, no, I'm the Slayer. I have to beat the monsters and solve the problems. Yeah. I don't really know. So they tell Buffy and, or they, sorry, they tell uh, Xander and Willow to stay and like guard the science room, which really they will need. Right. For their chemistry magics. And they're going to do a great job of that. Uh, we see Giles's car oh, for the first time. The G-Mobile. Absolutely. It is great. It is old. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. And you're like, why is he driving that? <laughs> Watchers don't get paid very well. <laughs> I guess. They're not, they're no gallery owners, that's for sure. Because he's stuffy and British, so he needs a stuffy and British car. And by God, does he have one. Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, they show up at Amy's house and basically break and enter. Amy's mom tries to stop them from coming in. And they confront her about her daughter being a witch and like killing or trying to kill Buffy. Turns out, twist of the episode. Body swap! Body swap! Freaky Friday in this Freaky motherfucker. Freaky Friday. Amy's actually Amy's mom, and her mom is her. And like, what? Yeah. And what? Okay, actually, so I knew this was happening. And I knew, obviously, like, the scene before this, when mm-hmm. Amy's acting, you know, like, she's in charge. It was it was pretty obvious, right? Fairly obvious? I did not actually pick up on it. Interesting. I was I was very curious as to whether or not you would. Cause I'm bad I, I'm at so, picking up I'm, on I'm so biased, like right? Yeah. But yeah, Giles gets really angry, and mm-hmm. he's, like, yelling a lot, and I was so into it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so into it. Yeah, because he's a man of action right now. And... Yeah, and you're just like, oh, who is this new Giles that we're seeing? <laughs> he's come to, he like, he's going to rescue Amy, because that's the dumb thing right now. They're going to grab the spell book. They're going to go back to the school and reverse all the spells and stop her once and for all. Or, sorry, Amy's mom. Yes. We'll just keep calling her Amy. Whatever. Yeah, it's confusing. In a very bizarre scene, they do find the spell book that all witches apparently have. Of course. But it's being guarded by a cat that Amy's mom keeps locked in a box? Yeah, so I just wrote, like, what's with the cat cat alarm? And because I was thinking maybe the cat is like a familiar and when you try to get the book, the cat will somehow, like, communicate with the witch to be like, oh, someone's in your shit. But none it doesn't of that do that. Happened. <laughs> no, no. She's just keeping a cat in a box to surprise anyone who tries to go for the book. But Giles but, says, "What were you guarding?" And implying... then opens the box, and there's the book. <laughs> so yeah, implying that the cat had a purpose that is as of yet unclear. Mm-hmm. Guarding the book in some way. Very poorly. Anyway, but they get the book. So that's cat good. Alarm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, and and in this scene, so Amy's mom is very uh she doesn't want to be in the witch magic room and and she says something like oh if she finds me in here she'll kill me and that got me thinking why hasn't she killed her right like wouldn't that be the first thing you did yeah (laughs) wouldn't you like steal the person's body and then kill your old body with doesn't doesn't amy just go to the police and be like or i guess the police don't believe you but just yeah show up at the school and start fucking things up for her? I don't know. 
There's got to be other recourse. You could probably do... I mean, she's very afraid, and maybe Amy's mom does have something against killing her daughter. Or she needs the body to survive. It's that sort of body swap. It, It could be that, yeah, you can't kill the body you came from or something. Who knows? Yeah. So Willow and Xander have been asked to stay at the school and guard the chemistry room, which they have decided to interpret as... Go to the football game (laughs) or basketball game or whatever it is and watch the cheerleaders. And I'm like, weren't you just given one job? Weren't you like clamoring to do something to help and you were given something to do? What? What the fuck are you doing? Maybe in their minds they are doing it by proxy. (laughs) I don't know. That's a good point. Who knows? I don't know why. It's probably just editing. They had to cut something out. Everyone gets back to the school. So we've got Buffy, who is nearly dead, Giles, and Amy in her mom's body. Yes. All showing up at the empty chemistry room because no one's guarding that thing. Yeah. And they start to do magic, or Giles does. Yeah, he starts to get that spell going. He's the first magic he's ever done. He's it's going looking pretty fly well. As hell. Oh yeah. yeah, roll up those sleeves, Giles. Mm. Mm-hmm. and as he does his very successful magic amy and her mom start to get flashes of what the other person is seeing right so amy or sorry amy's mom in amy's body figures out like oh there's buffy i want her dead also they're trying to put me back in my horrible old body yeah she doesn't want any of that. that no so she fucks up the cheerleading routine which as you mentioned is very basic yeah, but well, I mean, of course, the part where she fucks up is the part where she's being held up by two other people. Yep. And then, I mean, she falls from from standing, like, at shoulder height yeah, that's a, onto that's some a other people. That's a spinal injury. No, everyone seems, I mean, they're not happy, but nobody's really injured, which I guess, good, but yeah. I, I think someone should be, right? <laughs> you know, those 27-year-old bodies, they're pretty live and young well amy is about to show us amy's mom and amy's body i don't even know yeah she's about to demonstrate that she is shockingly powerful hella powerful (laughs) she force chokes xander right he's coming after her to be like oh this needs to stop she just force chokes him and he's like oh god and then she socks will right in the face yeah after yeah willow (laughs) tries to distract her by talking about magic and given (laughs) willow's eventual magical proclivities this is pretty fun it is pretty fun yeah but yeah um takes out both willow and xander pretty damn easily smashes through uh, to grab a fire axe and they totally have in schools yeah (laughs) just starts axing down the door yeah so giles is frantically trying to finish the spell Mm -hmm. he's like sticking his hands in some sort of bubbling god knows what I got the feeling that he had to give up part of his energy, at least, or his blood to, like, appease the gods and reverse the spells. Which is good. I like the whole magic having a price thing, which yeah. it does and should. Yeah, it's really cool. Amy's body is just about to ask Buffy a question, <laughs> and then uh, the spell finishes, and she's just like, why am I holding this axe? I don't know what's happening anymore. Yeah, and so Amy's mom is now in her correct body. Yep, so we can just say Amy's mom, and that is Amy's mom in Amy's mom's body. Confusion over. 
Hopefully. Uh, but she's still super powerful. She sort yep. of magics the axe away from Amy, buries it in a desk for no reason, <laughs> and then is about to... Oh, Buffy's fine, by the way. All the magic yeah. is reversed, so Buffy is completely okay. So she chucks Amy's mom across the room. Yep. Which I had problems with, honestly. Because at this point, she doesn't know that Amy's mom inexplicably has superhuman strength. Right. So, so she's, she's just, just chucking a fighting woman. Fighting to kill. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, we see Giles get hit by a desk and get no- knocked unconscious. Oh, Giles' concussion count is at one. Now, <laughs> no, 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 no. That sounds like an unreasonable count to have, right? How high could that possibly get? I think it's going to get pretty high. It's going to get pretty fucking high. Giles should have permanent brain damage. Anyways, he (laughs) doesn't. Oh, yeah. This is not a show that treats that as like a serious injury. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) So he's knocked out and taken out of the fight. Amy herself has been taken out of the fight. So it's just some Slayer versus Witch fighting. And eventually Buffy wins by knocking down the science mirror, which reflects magic. And that's really cool. I just want a shiny suit now. Then no magic can touch me. So, couple things. <laughs> uh-huh. Science mirror. Let's start there. <laughs> Why is there a science mirror? Because earlier in the episode, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, the teacher is doing a frog dissection. Uh-huh. He's performing it on his desk, and the mirror is above the desk, angled so that students may see, even if they are not, not able to see his desk. Okay, I accept your your response for why there is a science mirror. Have I seen a science mirror in real life? God, no. That Who the fuck would put that in a place? It's absurd. And yeah, how did Buffy know that that would work? I... She, she got lucky, I guess? Real lucky, because the alternative was pretty horrific. Apparently. As we will soon find out. Yeah. This is a shot from the uh, intro yes. that I always thought was Willow doing magic. Interesting. But it's... It's, uh, it's Amy's, Amy's mom, mom getting yeah. blown away by her own magic. Yep, so it backfires. Something inexplicable happens and Amy's mom disappears yep. in sort of a swirl of energies. Uh-huh. And then Xander runs in and is creepy again. <laughs> oh, as he is, is so his creepy. Yeah. Uh, what I have written is <laughs> Xander's inappropriate touching. Because <laughs> as far as he knows, Amy is still evil. So he runs up and just grabs her very bodily. In a bear hug that is too much around the chest and his face is too close to her. It's weird. And then they're like, oh, no, Amy's okay. And he doesn't let go initially. No, he's He's just just kind of chills there. But this is comfy. Like, uh, Xander, hold off, buddy. Like, get out of there. Yeah, so this is... I I want to say that this is the worst episode for Xander. That's just maybe a hope at this point. I don't know that I can say that with any certainty, but I, I truly hope it is. It might get real bad. And then, yeah, Willow comes at her with a bat, and Willow's adorable. And <laughs> then Team we Willow. see the closing on the episode, which is... Let's put a bow on our theme. <sighs> so we wander away, Buffy and Willow talking about something, maybe about how... Or, no, Buffy and Amy talking about how Amy's gone to live with her dad and now can eat all the brownies she wants. And Do we, she's is the scene with Joyce and Buffy before this? Gone. Yeah, it's been a while since that happened. No, like, the, there's a last scene with Joyce and oh, Buffy. Is there? Yeah, where basically Joyce is just the best. She's basically like, oh, honey, I don't want you to live my life. Mm. That was 
you know, I already did that. You should just do whatever makes you happy because I'm the best mom ever. But right. he's like, you are the best mom ever. I'm so glad you didn't try to steal my body. <laughs> <laughs> and Joyce is like, ah, oh, my crazy teenage daughter. I'll never connect the things that she's saying. And it's a real, and she even has kind of a, a thing of like, I'll never understand teenagers. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> yeah, and then we go to Amy's. Amy's life is looking way the hell up now yep. that her mom has disappeared. Yeah, and the final shot of the episode is <laughs> them like wondering what happened to Amy's mom or like being glad that she's gone forever. And it's a zoom in on the statue of the cheerleading thing that Amy's mom won years ago. The trophy, yeah. The trophy, yeah, sorry. Uh, that's in the display case in the middle of the school hallway. And dun-dun-dun, Amy's mom's eyes are looking out of the eyes of the trophy. She's stuck there for all of time, I all guess? All of time. Until someone else hops into the trophy. <laughs> it sounds horrific. I mean, like, as far as, like, they've she's trapped there. I, I understand that she trapped herself there. Uh-huh. And they don't know that she's trapped there. So I guess if they did, maybe they would attempt to free her. Because she's just stuck there forever now. She's going to go completely insane. Yeah, pretty soon, I would gather. Yep. Uh, and she'll eventually be, eventually be thrown out. That Maybe would be... that will end it. And like when she, the trophy's destroyed. I mean, as we know about season one, none of these episodes are going to have... <laughs> Repercussions. <laughs> they're not, they're, you know, they're not going to have plot lines that come back or go anywhere. Because nope. that wouldn't be very episodic, would it? No. So, nobody died in this episode. Right, no one died, yeah. yeah. Student body count is still at four? I mean... Or body count. I don't know what to call it. I'm Because too many people have died. <laughs> I would say that we're like one out of four were actually students. Maybe yeah. two out of four. Actually. No, Jesse was actually a student. No one and, else was. Well, no, oh, the, the, the girl. The yeah. girl might the have girl been. Was. That's plausible. Yeah, pretty plausible. I'll accept that. So, anyways, whatever we're calling it is at four still. Yeah. We hit the final segment of our show right now. Uh, oh. A segment that I'm going to call See No Evil. I can't see a thing in this helmet. <laughs> you, of course, know what See No Evil is about. Is it about the fact that we didn't see any vampires? Yeah. Or what? anyone that's been introduced in <laughs> the last two episodes. Oh, like, no big bad. No Angel, no Voldemort, oh. no Darla. Yeah, no, no Angie at all. No. Yeah, I guess he wasn't... Wasn't that important yet? No, well, he got his, you know, two, like, creepy scenes in the two previous episodes, and apparently that was good. Voldemort, the big bat of the season, nowhere to be seen. No vampires at all. And this comes back to winter is coming, because right. we're a quarter of the way through the season. <laughs> Every episode is precious. <laughs> now, you say that, and I think it's a good segue into telling you that the next episode is called Teacher's Pet. Okay. Give me a give me a hint. Oh god. I I'm trying to I'm trying to come up with a hint that isn't gonna completely give it away. Is it mantis eggs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's mantis eggs. <laughs> Cause I, I heard the name of the episode and I'm like, that there's no what the teacher's like a praying mantis thing. Mm-hmm. But there's no like teacher's pet implies Listen, I don't know. there's a good reason it's called that. Okay. If, what if I remember exactly about this why, episode, you're, you're gonna find out. <laughs> all I remember is that I think the teacher is a praying mantis in like a body snatcher style like skin suit, 
mm-hmm. that kills a couple students, so we'll get that body count up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the episode, everything is great, except <laughs> the final shot is so much like this episode, actually. No, that's that's what I was joking about before. Is at the underside of a desk yep. with a bunch of mantis eggs on it. So, like, the mantis has been killed, but, oh, they'll be back. No. But they never come back. <laughs> Absolutely not. And, in fact, the school gets blown up, so, like, they never incubate. <laughs> Spoilers! Oh, and that's what happens to Amy's mom. The school gets blown up. Oh, it's okay. She's only stuck there for not an eternity, at least. Yeah, for, like, three years. Yeah, whatever. No big deal. So she's crazy, but then she just dies. So this is all I remember of the episode. Is there anything else that we want to preview of it? Or have no, I, like, I, I don't want to tell you anything else. I think you know enough. Uh, I'm you so definitely not know significantly more than you did about this witch episode. I, I still don't remember this witch episode. <laughs> we just watched it. <laughs> That's because nothing happened. It's so boring. Xander gave Buffy a bracelet. That's gone. Xander yep. was like, I should ask her out. And then she was like, you're just a girl. So that's, I mean, it's not over. Ah, uh, I oh, wish. No. <laughs> Maybe we'll see vampires next episode, but somehow I doubt it. I think it's going to be basically a carbon copy of this episode. But with a twist. <laughs> yeah, just like this episode had. With a like, twist. I want to I compare the timestamps and see. Oh, and like, <laughs> like plot out the episode yeah. structure. Yeah. Uh, so that'll make that episode actually fun. That sounds great. As always, we can be reached at the email address beyondvanu.hellmouth at gmail.com. You Absolutely. can reach out to either one of us on Snapchat. I'm at DJ Snaps. Michaela, your Snapchat is... At McSnappington. At McSnappington, thank you. Yeah. And you can hashtag those, this episode was pretty boring, hashtag welcome to the Hellmouth. I hope that whoever has the handle of dj snaps because i'm sure there's someone i hope that they really appreciate the snaps that they're going to get also i don't know if snapchat has hashtags Hashtags. i was like i was like it might not i hope it does we're definitely not on snapchat so good luck with that and until next time farewell from from the the hellmouth We got fun and games. We got everything you want. How do we know the names? We are the people that can find whatever you may need. If you got the money, honey, we got your disease. Hell no. Welcome to the Hell no. Hell no.